Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Heaven's Door. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleschik. Andy, how you doing today? Good. Really good. Just been... Loving it. Trying to relax and enjoy the weather we're having lately, watch but other some, than that, good. Watch some golf, drink some yeah. whiskey, enjoy the warm weather. Doesn't get much better than that. Uh-uh. Except it does, because we have a very cool whiskey that we're trying out today. That's why we're back for a uh, uh, kind of a reunion episode of Heaven's Door, because we got a new Heaven's Door expression on, in our, on our shelf, and uh, we're excited to tell you guys all about it. So Andy, why don't you dive on in, tell the folks everything they need to know about Heaven's Door and the new whiskey that we got. Of course. So this is another one, kind of like the last two episodes that we've done, um, going back to Heaven's Door. Um, of course, we for a full breakdown of the brand, uh, we did cover them back in episode 63, uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door. But just kind of as a quick recap, um, originally the brand was founded by uh, Bob Dylan and Mark Bashala in um, 2015. And yes, it is that Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Bob Dylan, the musician. Um, and it was something that, you know, he... Um, co-founded the brand with Mark because Mark helped found another very famous brand of bourbon uh, in Louisville, uh, Angel's Envy. Mm, love me some Angel's Envy. Yeah, me too. Uh, and it's something that they distill, or they established their distilling operations and a visitor's center there in 2015. Um, but I don't think everything was open to the public and visitors at least until like late 2021. At least the visitor center side of it wasn't open to the um, opened up and established to the public until gotcha. 2021 um, in Nashville, Tennessee, down on the corner of um, 4th and Lafayette. Uh, and it was something that they established uh, themselves in a former church on the same corner, uh, and that's what was opened up like for distilling in the visitors, uh, at least there in um, Nashville. And the kind of the reason to have, or the um, semblance and everything for Nashville was because they had um, Bob Dylan at least had created a lot of uh, art projects and then recorded a lot of albums in this city so it definitely has some uh, history there doing all of his other creative work there uh, and some of which actually at least the art projects and everything go into the um, you know you can see it across the distillery grounds and everything I, if I recall like with some of the gates and everything like that that they have but then even some of his um, like metalworks projects you kind of get some semblance of that in the label design for his for all of heaven's doors um, different expressions that they have hmm. some of that metalwork and like gates and everything on it and uh, I think for each different expression that they have will be like a different piece of that artwork being reflected in the label uh and at least as of right now i mean even though they're kind of like seven eight years on they're still as far as i last saw um while the distilling is still kind of up and running trying to get out their own product they're um sourcing from mgp for their at least for the rising bourbons um 
or at least for the rise and the, the bourbons i believe those might be mgp but i've heard that there might be a rumor that those are tennessee sourced which means probably either jack daniels or dickel sourced hmm. bourbons but i don't know for a fact that's just rumored as far as what i can see gotcha or figure out um and of course this all goes into their various different products um you know we already covered uh in our initial episode i think just their straight bourbon but they also have their double barrel whiskey uh straight rye limited releases and in the bootleg series which is an ambit uh or the annual limited release um that they put out and that's the name for that series comes from his um bob dylan's bootleg album or bootleg series of album names okay and then of course the one they also have the one that we'll be trying today which is their uh 10 year old bourbon which is definitely sourced they haven't been open that long (laughs) yeah that (laughs) tenure for sure all right we ready to give it a, a taste yeah all right folks we got the 10 year heaven's door poured as always, we're going to do our tasting, and as always, we're going to start with the nose. Very mellow. Kind yeah. of a little bit of like a nutty nose, oaky nose to me there, but like very mellowed out, aged uh, in there. Yep, I agree. I'm getting the, the mellowness. I'm getting the, the oak. <clears throat> getting a little sweetness as like, well. Yeah, like a little sweetness. Um for some reason, I, I'm thinking maybe it's just because it's rumored that the bourbons at least are might be like a decal or something. I'm kind of getting a minerality off of it that I wouldn't normally associate like with a decal right. or uh, Jack Daniels. But it's definitely very mellowed out by like charcoal filtering or anything like that. For sure. All right, let's give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers. Pretty smooth. Yeah, fairly smooth. Um, not super complex. Um, no, not at all. I definitely get like that peanutty or nutty um, note on the palate coming through strong, along with maybe some of that minerality kind of still coming through um, that I would associate, you know, with a Tennessee whiskey. Uh, kind of those two notes combined really give me that. I'm getting, but, I'm getting some oak, some corn, corn sweetness, and... Like a little bit of orange, orange peel, like very yeah, light kinda, at the end. Yeah, I'm kind of getting some of that like oak and orange that you M- mentioned too. Medium long finish, I would say. Like very, like I'm getting some like sp- spice, but like very mild, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Not a bad, um, I don't know how much it ran you when you got it, but it's not. Uh, I, 50, 50. No, it was pricey. It was like 70 bucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was expensive. It's, it's not bad, but I forget what the regular Heaven's Door runs, at least here in Cincinnati. I think there's one that's, like, really pretty common, because they've got a bourbon, and then I, I don't want to say they have, like, a tennis, like, I don't know, they've got a couple expressions that are, like, yeah. kind of common, um, and I want to say that I know there's one that I see in the store all the time that's, like, 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not cheap, but by any stretch of the imagination, it's good. I wouldn't say it's yeah. quite worth the price point, but it's yeah, still I, very good. Yeah, oh, yeah, the 10 years good. Um. I mean, like you said, though, for the price, I don't know that personally me, I would pay up the additional amount just to have that age statement. Right. But it's still good. It's still very drinkable. I mean, if I'd be buying it, like kind of buy and hold, bring it out for guests, maybe put in a cocktail. Yeah. Type of good. I agree. 
All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you get your podcast. Uh, please subscribe, leave a review, listen to and share every episode of Distilled Discussions. Tell your friends about us. Follow us on social media, Instagram. Uh, we really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.